Ask a Minuteman to tell you about his life, and he will tell you about how America used to be a better place. Ask Wade, a self-described loner and avid outdoorsman, to tell you about the trips he made during his childhood to the Rocky Mountains of his native Colorado, and he will tell you. Over the years, it's all changed. It used to be untouched. Back then, nature was really nature. Cleanest air you could imagine. Now it's overrun with people and trash. Used to be you could just camp out anywhere. It was all free, open. Now it's all become private. Pay campgrounds. Of course, back then, you also didn't have to be afraid of just pitching a tent out in the open. It's really sad to see what's happened to our country over time. But I want to save whatever good bit of it is left for future generations. Wade wears a leather cowboy hat which he incessantly cleans and is something of a philosopher, quoting Tocqueville and Twain with unpretentious ease. He makes statements like, Law is not the same as justice, and generalizations are correct but not true. Wade is a man of routine. Each morning he makes himself a breakfast consisting of beans and eggs on a portable burner in front of his tent. Before eating, he bows his head while seated over a tiny makeshift table, says a silent prayer, and crosses himself. After eating, he carefully rolls himself twenty impeccable cigarettes for the day. More religious than most others at the camp, on Sundays he goes to the nearby shooting range to take a proper shower and have a proper shave, and then he makes a one-hour drive to the nearest church. For Wade... A narrative of the self does not exist without a narrative of the nation, and the telling of one involves the telling of the other. Both are filled with nostalgia, telling of change and decline, recalling memories of a better past and a foreboding future. There are many themes in these stories. The ruin of nature is one. In his laments about the Rocky Mountains, the ruin comes through pollution in the form of not just trash and smog, but also people. And it's not illegal immigrants he is talking about, but people in a very general sense. And then there is privatization, and the transformation of what he says was once free public space into pay campgrounds. And finally, there is the account of increased crime and the fear for personal safety. As he continues to tell me about those Rocky Mountains, Wade longingly recalls the time when he and his dad, having spent a day hiking, took to collecting some fallen branches and building themselves a lean-to for shelter. Of course, these days, the folks at the Sierra Club, he angrily says, invoking America's oldest and most influential environmental group, would be at your throat if you did that, coming after you with their lawyers. But ruined nature is only one small part of the story. Wade also talks of ruined cities. He describes urban streetscapes littered with signs in Spanish, shopping malls with stores selling people, nothing that makes their life better, and too many highways with too many cars. For Wade, the ruin is everywhere, and so too are the enemies. Illegal immigrants are a central enemy, and Wade talks often about how Mexicans don't assimilate and compares today's immigrants with those from previous generations, claiming that immigrants were better in the past, 
Back then you had Czechs, Poles, Italians, he tells me. Sure, they moved into their own neighborhoods, but they moved to America, to the new country. They understood they were going somewhere new and were going to change their way of life. They wanted to belong to it. They maintained their heritage, and they wanted to become American. Today's immigrants don't want to become American. But at the same time that he condemns them, Wade tells me that. The Mexicans are hard workers. I'll give them that. They work more than their fair share. And it's not easy trades. Hard work. They bust their butts for their money. Wish more of our young people these days had that kind of work ethic. Indeed, the Minutemen often understand Mexicans as being exemplars of a work ethic that the new generation of Americans doesn't have. It upsets Wade greatly when he hears that young people are unemployed and they complain about how there are no good jobs out there. That's not it. Every job is a good job. Every job puts food on the table. It doesn't matter if you're mopping floors. It's not that there are no good jobs out there. They just think they're too good for the jobs. Far from criticizing Mexicans, when it comes to a sense of the economy, Wade criticizes Americans. Wade says that welfare is good and important, that it's important to help the poor. But simultaneously, he points to Lyndon B. Johnson's presidency in the 1960s, and specifically to the set of legislation known as the Great Society, which included programs to support low-income families, as a terrible moment in America's history. The Great Society was all a bunch of BS. The way the welfare system there was set up was that it basically said to people, you don't need to work, go have a baby, and we'll support you. It's like that old thing about giving a man a fish and he won't be hungry that day versus teaching a man to fish and he won't ever go hungry again.